Quarantine fanfic fanfics. This is our first episode and I'm really excited about this. This is actually my second attempt at recording this episode. The first attempt actually was too big of an audio file to upload and that was before I really understood Anchor FM and hopefully it'll work this time. Thank you to Yep It's Eli for the main suggestion for this show. It may change in the future, but I really like it. So I've actually been thinking about doing something similar to this for a while now, and now I'm actually doing it. Thank you to Nika with Spice on Twitter for all the support they gave a while back. I'm really happy to be doing this. I read fanfic constantly, and I have for years now. I've been writing fanfiction since I was about 12, I think. In future episodes, we'll try to explore my old fanfiction.net accounts if I don't get embarrassed. And yes, I did have multiple accounts. To start off the podcast, we'll be going with the general audience's rated fit, titled Mystery of Student Number 18. The author is Cloud9 and three quarters, an archive for our own, and they're honestly not hard to find as long as you know where to look. For social media, they have Tumblr, and they have a Discord server where fans of their work can chat. They recently finished up a long-term fanfiction called Canary that I actually cosplay from. I don't really like Discord, so I sort of just hop in when I have something to share with them. For social media, you can find Cloud and various links. Discord and Tumblr are the easiest to find. And while they do not have their age or name listed, most just refer to them as Cloud. They're honestly really sweet, and they like to post things like fan art they received at the end of their chapters. It's really fun to see their reactions to the fan art. The Mystery of Student Number 18 is a fanfic for My Hero Academia, or Boku no Hero Academia. My Hero Academia is both a manga and an anime based around a world with superpowers called quirks. In this world, there are professional superheroes called pro-heroes. The protagonist of My Hero Academia in this fanfic is named Izuku Midoriya, and he is born without a superpower and is known as quirkless. Because of this, his childhood friend Katsuki Bakugo, who Izuku affectionately refers to as Kachan, gives him the nickname Deku, otherwise meaning useless due to the way Izuku is spelled in Japanese and being similar to the spelling of Deku. Eventually, Izuku ends up making the number one hero, All Might, who, after Izuku proves himself by attempting to save Bakugo, gives Izuku his superpower, named One for All. After this, Izuku trains and gets a DUA at the top school for heroes. This is a fic that I first saw when it was still updating and I'm technically still subscribed to it on Archive for Our Own. It was a lot of fun to read and theorize about when it was updating and figure out what was going to happen. The author is super sweet, and I will eventually be doing their fanfic canary. This fic is an AU fic where Izuku saves someone prior to attending UA, landing himself in a coma. He's able to project himself due to usage of one per all, and his spot is saved as student number 18. The rest of the class theorizes about this student as if it continues and I honestly adore the ending. It is 37 chapters long and 85,231 words. This is 8,287 words longer than the first Harry Potter book. Today we'll be diving in to show the first and second chapter just so you have the basis from where the story starts. The 
Mystery of Student Number 18 by Cloud Nine and Three Quarters. Getting crushed by a falling building while shielding a little girl wasn't the worst way to die. Only, Midori is not quite dead yet. He still has so much to prove, to do, to finish. All Might gave him his power, but now look at him. How was Midori meant to be the next symbol of peace if he's stuck in a coma? Meanwhile, his future classmates are left to wonder, who is student number 18? And where is he now? Chapter 1. 19 out of 20. A vlog, Sarah grimaced. That's just sad, Kaminari, Jiro interjected. Oh, come on, Kaminari exclaimed, leaping out of his seat, eager to give them his reasoning. I think it would be awesome. Just think about it. In the future, some of us are going to be pro heroes. Or half-witted sidekicks, Jiro smirked. And maybe they'll be super famous. Think about what it would be like looking back and seeing what we all got up to when we were at UA. He finished, ignoring Jiro's snarky comments. He hadn't even involved her in the conversation to begin with. I mean, come on. Kaminari, Ida exclaimed. Oh boy, here we go. Publishing videos of life within UA wall would be unacceptable considering the privacy of our teachers and fellow pupils. It is important that our school remains dignified and furthermore that... Relax, Ida, Nina interrupted, expertly swooping in to save Kaminari. He doesn't have to publish them online. We could store them up and release them when we're pro heroes. Hey, that actually sounds super cool, Kirishima joined in. Imagine what the reaction would be like if famous class one I before we became heroes. You guys realize that we're not actually heroes yet, right? Sarah pointed out. Don't spoil my fun, Sarah, Kaminari exclaimed. Anyway, we can delete them later on for whatever reason if we want. So, what do you say? Nina asked Ida excitably. Ida contemplated this for a moment, the light shining off his glasses in a weirdly studious way as he thought. Yes, I don't see why not. It could be an excellent way of advertising our in-class dynamics and studious life during our time at UA. Moreover, we could look back at the videos and learn from- Ooh, ooh, we could do one video on each class member, Uraraka suggested eagerly, bouncing up and down. Wouldn't that be cool? Master Numo Un, I would be honored to be our rising star. Ayama exclaimed brilliantly. Well, if we're going to do it that way, we might as well do the number order, make as fair as possible, Rosu agreed. Harmony shared excitable glances between his classmates, not actually believing that they were agreeing to his idea. Oh, what number does that make me? Hagure asked eagerly. Will my video be soon? Don't you know your own student number? Jiro responded. Your seat's 16, so that must be your number too. 16? But that's ages away, the invisible girl moaned, the sleeves of her uniform flapping in an obvious irritation. Woohoo, that means I'm second. Man, the girls are really into this idea. We'll have to do them more than once, though, Tokoyami acknowledged. He was perched on top of his desk and listening in from across the classroom. Ida had been giving up on telling him to stop doing it. We are likely to change as the years progress. Yeah, but that makes it fun to, like, compare them and stuff, like what Ida said, Erika pointed out. You don't mind being number 20, do you, Momo? Questioned Sue. Not at all, Yayoi Rosie replied quickly. By that time, the process would be more proficient anyway. The conversation continued for some time, with most of the class swapping ideas and suggestions eagerly. That was until Sue hopped onto the center of the circle to bring their attention to something very interesting. Momo, why are you number 20 if there's only 19 of us? 
There was a sudden silence as a joint confusion washed over the class. Oh yeah, said Mina. That is a little weird. Which number is missing? Well, the desk behind Bakugo is empty, but I thought that was just because no one wanted to sit next to him. Feminari replied. What did you say, bastard? The explosive retort. They ignored him. Bakugo's number 17, which makes missing guy number 18, right? Kirishima concluded. Or a girl, said Jiro. Or a girl, Kirishima quickly agreed. Well, we haven't really been at school for very long yet. Perhaps it's just a mistake, or someone hasn't been able to arrive yet. Ribbit, said too. Maybe Mr. Aizawa doesn't like the number 18, Hagakurai suggested. I could imagine that being midnight, so Mina giggled. Well then, Kaminari interjected, pulling out his phone and turning on the front-facing camera. Looks like we got the top of cover first video. He clicked play and zoomed in on the back of Bakugo's head. Or maybe just the empty chair that was collecting dust behind him. It wasn't very clear. The mystery of student number 18. Now we're on to chapter 2. Hang in there. I'm only going to read a small section of this chapter. Let's begin. Midoriya can't help but feel lucky. He had a quirk. Not just any quirk. It's All Might's. The best hero out there. And now, he's passed the UA entrance exam. Soon, he'll be going to the greatest hero course in all of Japan. It just feels too good to be true. Of course, there are some downsides to this. Midoriya didn't actually score a single attack point in the exam, getting him purely on rescue points he got from the nice girl with the gravity quirk. And he really needed to get a grip on one for all. Preventing the shattering bones thing would be nice. Oh, yeah. And now he has to face the fact that everyone in his current school thinks he's quirkless. And the exam results have just rolled in. Okay, okay, listen up. The teacher started in his usual dreary tone. No one started listening, but despite this, he carried on. For those going to school with entrance exams, I have the results back now. That managed to make most people shut up. Midoriya felt himself sweating. He was scribbling in his notebook, trying to ignore the fact that his teacher was probably leaving the UA results until last for some sort of dramatic suspense. Of course, Ketchum wasn't at all worried the squirrel had mailed the results to their home, so he knew the idea had passed. Well, Midoriya didn't know for sure, but it was pretty obvious at this point. People kept glancing at Ketchum and eyeing up his confidence tomorrow from the relaxed way he tilted on his chair, feet up on the desk. He knew the school wouldn't touch him, and never had. He was their prize pupil. He wouldn't give him detention for something as trivial as putting his dirty shoe on the desk, or blatantly bullying someone, or telling them to commit suicide, or whatever. Midori had just put these bitter thoughts circling around his mind as he analyzed a recent villain attack on his phone. He didn't care if he caught at this point. It's not like he was paying them much attention. Anyway, this attack was very intriguing. The hero seemed to have caught some- well, it wasn't very clear. A hideout? Somewhere in a rundown apartment block not far from the school. The barricaded area off a large car was gathering. The villains had an entire population of the building as their hostages, and they kind of reflex move once they were caught. One had a fire quirk, and the other seemed to be slowly destabilizing the building. School would be finishing any minute now, as soon as the Midori had planned on running to the site to see events unfold in person. And finally, Uez emailed the results for Katsuki Bakugo and Izuku Midoriya. Oh no, here it comes. I'm gonna leave you there for chapter two. It's really fun, and I really like that chapter, and I want you to be surprised as you read it.
This fanfic in general is great and the author is amazing. They are super interactive with those who enjoy their writing and I plan to support them for a long time. My favorite part of this fanfic comes in a later chapter, but in the first chapter, my favorite scene is simply how the author naturally writes the flow of the characters interacting. My favorite part of the second chapter is the simple characterization of Zuku. It just felt so on spot when I first read it that the ending of the chapter hit really hard for me. You should read this fanfic because it is an interesting concept, takes an aspect of one for all to an extreme, doesn't really spoil much in the show, and gives characters a really interesting relationship to one another as it continues. I honestly adore this fanfic and I would recommend it to anyone interested in My Hero Academia fanfics at all. Additionally, it is purely platonic relationships, Ethan. So don't get mad over ships, they're all friendships. It was a quick read for me due to simply the amount I read, but considering the length, it is longer than a novel, and it is a touch longer than the first Harry Potter book. If you get investment out of the day to yourself, you could probably finish in less than 24 hours. If you don't have the time for that, it would probably be finished within a week of just reading a few chapters a day. This fic is wonderful, and the time it takes to read is definitely worth it if you love these characters the way I do. Well, this is it for the first episode. You can find me on both Twitter and YouTube as Year We Are Arts. You can find me on Instagram as Bluebell Erin, and you can find me on TikTok as Year We Are Art. Now I hope you have a fantastic day and happy reading. Mm-hmm.